What? You totally just tuned me out. I didn't know you were talking. Headphones. See, I was talking into the <laughs> microphone. How did you not hear me? You're plugged in. You hear the microphone. You legit just did not listen to me. You act like you're surprised. But I was legit talking to you. Like You talk to yourself 90% of the time. So I've But I was directing it towards you. Yeah, well, you know, I didn't know that. It showed a lot. A lot. You suck. <laughs> no, you suck. Maybe your dick later if you finally listen to me. Mm, let's not get carried away. Then I guess you're not you're going to get your dick sucked. I got two hands. Good luck with that. What if I tie them up? Then what? Well, then I will use Siri to call one of my girls and have them come rescue me and suck my dick. So what you think about that? Not when you're being my submissive, you're not. Well, uh, I'll just uh, call no. Red. <laughs> you're, wait, you're, are you calling? I'll, I'll call Red. You know, I'll use my safe word red. Oh. <laughs> that doesn't, that, that, but no, that does not work for that scenario. <laughs> Siri, call my host. <laughs> no. Well, it's a good thing I don't have that set up as a shortcut or else I'd have like 10 phone calls right now. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Would you? Would you have 10 phone calls? Okay, maybe not 10, like three. I mean, that's still pretty good. Yeah. And you could like bet money on it. The three of them would be like, yes, let's go. Yeah. Although two of them would be quite a, a drive. Well, I mean, there's that's what airplanes are for. Uh, yeah. But that costs money and we're poor. We know this. Yeah. It happens. So you ready to get this show under underway? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. Are you excited? Totally. That did not sound convincing. <laughs> Nor did cheers. <laughs> How about a little enthusiasm? Uh, this was where our conversation was before when you were tuning me out. We were talking about the enthusiasm that you had and I did not. But I was like, oh, but I'm all warm and cozy because it's cold up here. Oh, my God. It's 70 something degrees in Alabama today. Yes, but the, the AC is on upstairs. Because it's 70 something degrees. Yeah, and I cold now. You have on f like flannel pajama pants, no, a I hoodie. Don't. I do not. Look, they are Oh my god! Okay, thin ass leggings. Okay, so you have leggings. You have a fleece flannel blanket over your legs and yeah, a hoodie. It feels really great. I'm not gonna lie. Which is why you know we're not video recording this episode because you look like a trash panda. I d I do not look like a trash panda. <laughs> a very cute trash panda. Good save. <laughs> Maybe. God. All right. Let's. Let's just get this show on the road because you're just killing it now. It's a pineapple party. Oh, and we got polyamory too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up, buttercups, because we got that too. It's the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. So, as we were saying, in our little pre-intro intro it is a very beautiful day here in alabama it is it is gorgeous out and it's a sunday because we got all fucked up with our days and stuff oh there's a lot going on and yeah then we had a lot of other things that kind of had to get done beforehand and then well we it's had... been a rough week yeah i guess you could say that yeah our puppy dog passed away early in the week very unexpectedly yep so 
you and our daughter have been a train wreck for most of the week. Hey, I'm better now. You are. I just have my moments, but it's not all day crying, so I'm good now. Yeah. So we just want to reach out and say thank you to everybody who has offered their condolences and their well wishes. Uh, They were all greatly appreciated in that time of uh, sadness that we had. Yes, thank you. I know Pedro did a lot of the uh, reading over it beforehand, and I read some, and then I had to come back later because every time I read another one, I just bawled my eyes out. So I do appreciate it. Yeah. And it so, made us feel better. So that was rough. And then we had, you know, some issues with our, our child. <laughs> you know. <laughs> the spawn. <laughs> she decided to be a little jerk this weekend. So that prevented us from getting the stuff done that we wanted to get done in yeah. a timely fan- fashion. But, hey, that's part of being a parent. You know, we have to deal with the ups and downs of six-year-olds. Yeah, just kids in general. Yeah, so. Don't do it. (laughs) So here we are, Sunday afternoon, getting ready to uh, hit you with episode number 32. Yes. And uh, another big announcement that we have, we are going to be a part of Full Swap Radio. That is so exciting. Yes, that is awesome. Uh, We've been talking with Cole and his crew for uh, probably a month and a half now. Mm-hmm. And we're finally getting it done, uh, thanks to their help. And we are very excited to be a part of a fantastic lineup of E&M and Kink podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all adult entertainment podcasts. So you can find us on there, fullswapradio.com. They also have an app for Android and iPhone, which is Perfect. Full Swap Radio. Um, it'll play, you know, like the playlist of all the, of all the lineup. Yep, all day, every day. That's like perfect. So if you have just that topic you want to listen to, they're right there for you. Yeah, and I think there's shit. There's got to be like thirty shows on there now. Oh, that's perfect. That gives so, everybody. Like a yeah, there's something of- for everybody. Yeah. So that's super exciting, and uh, make sure you check that out. And we are going to start this episode off like we always do with swinging. Mm-hmm. And this week's topic is, I think, something very important to a lot of people in the lifestyle. And if it's not, it should be. Mm-hmm. Definitely should be. And that is sex expectations. Yes. So, what is sex expectations? To me, that's when you're talking to somebody. You're flirting with them, you know, there's a little bit of back and forth mm-hmm. and yourself or possibly the other person develops that expectation of play. Very much. That's pretty much how you can look at it. Now, that's not the case. I mean, you can't expect just, just because, because you're flirting doesn't mean it's going to lead up to having sex. Exactly. And. For a lot of people, you know, newbies and veterans alike, I think that's part of like what we all fall into. I, I mean, I know I've done it. Mm-hmm. I know you've done it. I know people that we've talked to have expected that from us. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to stop yourself from thinking that way. I guess so. Well, I mean, because you think, oh, they're flirting with me. I'm flirting with them. Like, you, you kind of. They definitely want it. You know, like you kind of feel like you're jumping the gun, but at the same time, like 
it just kind of goes along with the way of thinking because if it's going so well, why wouldn't it go further? Right. And we've learned over the years that you can't think that way because you could have a great, you know, say online relationship with somebody Mm -hmm. and you meet in person and it just falls flat on its face. Like it's a dud. Yeah. I mean, I think I've always had that fear that that's kind of how things would happen just because of the fact that a lot of our conversations do happen online or, you know, through Snapchat or Facebook or whatever, and that you don't really get the full essence of who they are unless you were to, you know, sometimes just like talk on the phone a lot, like, you know, you used to when you were in high school and you were dating Mm -hmm. somebody. Um, that I've kind of feel like you get a little bit better of an idea of how that person may interact with you in person, but, but then you have the people that are afraid of feelings and feel that doing that kind of stuff crosses the swinger line into the poly line and they're not about that life. So yeah, there's definitely that gray area when it comes to that because of that exact thing. They don't want to have those feelings because that's why they're a swinger. They just, they like to you know, play with whoever they fancy that night or that week or whatever. But, you know, in our case, we, yes, our swingers, we're also poly, but when it comes to the swinging, we do, I mean, we've said this numerous times that we have to have a little bit more of just the, oh yeah, you're really good looking. And, you know, I totally would do something with you. Like we got to need a little bit more than that. Like, that's great that you look great in a picture. (laughs) Right. But for the people that don't need that, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I feel like that's generally the demographic of people who has those expectations, mm-hmm. you know, because they think, oh, this person's flirting with me. I've been flirting with them. This I think they're like- attractive. So if they're talking to me. They must think I'm attractive. Right. That means we're going to play. Right. And that is not the case. I mean, there's people out there, a lot of people like me, where I just love that sexy banter back and forth. Like, I may have no interest in playing with somebody. But, mm-hmm. like, I'll flirt a little bit, like, not over the top to where it would be, like... Like, way, like, well-known that you want right. play to happen. Right. But, like, I can flirt with a 90-year-old woman. <laughs> you know, it doesn't mean That'd I want to sleep with her. the best life, or the best day of, for her life. Be like, look at this fly man flirting with me. I mean, it's fun. Like, I, I enjoy the flirt. Yeah. I'm not very good at it sometimes, but I enjoy doing it. I think you're better at it than what you think. I don't know. I mean, my closing rate isn't very good. <laughs> like, if I was being paid like a salesman. Uh, Are you saying you'd be a broke motherfucker? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'd i be in the welfare line trying to get my EBT card and the whole nine yards because I would not be eaten. Oh, my goodness. I think you would. I think you'd be all right. But I mean, I get what you're saying. You haven't closed the deal. So, yeah, it, it's tough for me because like I think. Once I, I open up that banter with somebody, mm-hmm. one of two things happens. Either I get to know them mm-hmm. and I realize that we may not be compatible sexually. Oh, okay. Okay. But I enjoy the banter. You know, I enjoy right. the- You enjoy like talking with them. And- yeah. And I, like I enjoy the flirting, mm-hmm. but just from getting to know them, like I may realize like, hey, they don't like the same things I do or they- you Need know, something that you can't give. Right which happens a lot in for the size queens like you know eventually i'll find oh. out that they're like oh yeah i need, they need like they need this tumbler yeah <laughs> and i'll be like 
I know a guy. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I can give you his number, but. Like, I can't help you with that. Yeah. You know, like, I can get you all worked up or ready for that, but mm-hmm. I can't give you that. Or the other thing that can happen is uh, they realize that I'm kind of stupid, like an idiot stupid, not like intelligent stupid. Okay. But I'm a goofball. Like, yeah. And some that turns some people off. Really? I never really would have thought about that. But I mean, I get, I mean, I guess it's one of those seats their own and they all have something that, you know, they're attracted to or what turns yeah. them off. But Like, I'm not saying that, you know, all women are like that, but like, I feel like there's a handful out there that I've dealt with that they just don't find my sense of humor sexy. Hmm. Or maybe they just don't understand it because they might think it's more like sarcasm. Well, it's, it's a lot of sarcasm. That's part of my humor, but it's... You're a sarcastic bitch. Well, I mean, I like to laugh. You do. And I'm attracted to women that can make me laugh. Mm-hmm. And to women that find my humor funny. Like, that's that's attractive to me. If I can make a woman laugh, I'm like, ha, I'm one step closer to your pantes. <laughs> <laughs> So, do you think that maybe that could be possibly why you haven't been able to seal the deal? Because I'm not funny enough, probably. No, I was saying because, <laughs> like, you were saying how, like, maybe they're just not really into that as far as, like, you being funny or goofy or whatever, and maybe that's what it is? Maybe, because, I mean, like, I think, like, a lot of people know of me. But they like, don't know you? Yeah, but they don't know me. So, they know, like, you know, that I'm a dominant Oh, I was and just, okay, can pr- proceed. Like, they may hear stories of, like, you and I and how we are in our BDSM lifestyle, and they're like, oh, that's so hot. I want to get thrown against the wall and, you know, choked and, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's fun. Finger fucked while I'm, like, saying, yes, daddy. <laughs> but the reality is, that's mine and your thing. Right. That's not something that they would get from you. Yeah, like. Because that takes time. They're going to get the Pedro that comes sock sliding across the floor in a giraffe fucking pair of thongs, you know, going like, come on, baby, stroke my neck, you know. Oh, my God. Make it grow. <laughs> I, I, I have no words because I just can picture this happening. And now I want to get you freaking giraffe freaking underwear. And even, you know what, I'm going to get you giraffe socks too. That way you can have the whole ensemble. Yeah. And then me and Jeff can pretend to be giraffes together. Yes. I mean, I don't have the height, but I'll have. You'll have the. the I'll have the underoos. You'll though. have the attire. Yeah. I'll have <laughs> the underoos. So. That'd be really freaking funny. But I mean, like that's, that's swing Pedro. Yeah. Okay. Like you get the goofball. Like you're not going to get the. Am I lucky for that? The super dominant, <laughs> you know. Uh, asshole. <laughs> well, I mean, like that real passionate, dominant guy. Yeah, no, I mean that. Like we've talked in our BDSM segment, would be something that would only really come out if there was an agreement, and that's something that both of you were looking, and you know, everything kind of fit together to make that happen. Yeah, because I, I don't swing to do more BDSM. No. <laughs> No, you do it for the fun and to meet the connections that you can have. Right. And for me, that's the biggest thing. Like, swing is fun. Right. Poly is hard. Yep. And BDSM is like my wheelhouse. Yeah. 
So, like, I love Polly because, you know, I, I enjoy building those relationships and nurturing those relationships. Mm-hmm. And if a poly partner wanted to be a submissive, that's one thing. But a swing partner, uh, unless, you know, I really, really know them well. Mm-hmm. And I know their partners well, if they have a partner and you're comfortable with them and it's a big discussion. And Oh, you know, yeah. Lots of discussions. <laughs> it's not something I'm just going to be like, oh, you want me to treat you like a submissive? Sure, I'll do that. That's not going to happen. Yeah, no. There's, like I said, that's more of like a process of having something like that be arranged. Yeah, I mean, like I'm going to be the one hitting it doggy, <laughs> being like, yeah, baby. Uh-huh. You know it. You like it. Oh, yeah. Call me Pedro. Call me Pedro. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that. But no. I'm sitting here looking at him like, I'm pretty sure you would not talk like no. that or say that. But maybe in your head. Yeah. I mean, like I'm having a good time. Giggles, yeah. Were. Like I'm having a good time in my head. Oh, yeah. I bet you are. <laughs> you know, but like I'm a goofball. Yes, that you are. And so True. like through and through, you know, in that same scenario, if I'm doing somebody doggy. And, you know, something funny happens, like, say, like, she queefs or something. Oh, God. Or, like, God forbid, you know, if she farts and she's super embarrassed, I'd be like, put my thumb in her butt and be like, shh, little one, you're next. No. Oh, my God. You would actually do that. <laughs> that though. I would do. Yes, I know, because it, it has almost occurred between me and you, because I'm always nervous about making those sounds. And you're always like, it's normal. It's hot. And I'm like, no. I don't like it. It should not make noise. I mean, it it happens. Like there's I, I there's no put, reason to you, be embarrassed about it. You so put us in those damn freaking pretzel positions, and then you make freaking. Air I packets. have to. I have a little dick. Oh my god. <laughs> those positions make me seem bigger to you, women, because I can get deeper. I mean, that's facts. That's that's physics. Deep is good, but my god, can we not have the sounds? I mean, who cares? <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'm just going to make jokes about it anyway. This is true, but you, well, see, for me, you always make jokes, so. Yeah. I'm trying to lessen the jokes. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. I mean, I swing to have fun. Right. And for the people that are looking for more of like a an erotic story type encounter, I'm probably not your guy. No. Definitely not. Like, I'm not going to give you that like, oh, I met him at a coffee shop. We locked eyes. He gave me that devilish look like he wanted to come over to my table, rip my skirt down, and take my panties off with his teeth. Everyone in the coffee shop was watching as he sunk his giant cock into me. That's not me. No, but you totally sound like Mari. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, my God. (laughs) (gasps) Wow. Shout out to Big Mouth. Love that show. I couldn't help it but hear it in Big Mouth right there. Just Mari. That's all I got was Mari. And I was just like, okay, you know what? I think I'm going to go take myself and go get a bubble bath. <laughs> bubble bath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, as far as the, the sex expectations, um, just because the flirting is occurring and, you know, even if he's laying on thick or she's laying on thick does not mean that you're going to be going 
and bump and uglies in the next room. Like, it's not, it's not that what that means. I mean, it's, it's all, the whole point of swinging is having fun. Um, and how else are you going to have fun or potential encounters with anybody if you don't do those flirting and, and enjoying right. those encounters that you have with those people? I do have a question for you, though. Okay. Because you are an OnlyFans creator. Yes. Do you feel like there is more expectations from men when it comes to you than say like an an average everyday female swinger that may not have an OnlyFans? Like like they kind of assume that I would play the role regardless of it being on my page versus like in person? Well, no, like because like you do some pretty slutty things on your OnlyFans Mm -hmm. and that you know, if they've been on there, they've seen your Twitter or whatever. Right. And they're like, oh, she, a, she a slut slut. Like, oh, like if they have a, you know, they watch something that was on there or they saw a picture of something and they go, oh, is that something that I can have happen? Right. Um, I kind of feel like that because like the, I feel like if they see it, they think it's going to happen because right. if it's there, like why wouldn't it? But that's not how that works. Um, and a lot of it is just portraying for the audience that I have and the things that I know that they are interested in. Right. And I mean, I feel like most people understand that, mm-hmm. but then I feel like there's a lot of guys, especially the single guys and not to pick on the single guys, but there's a lot of single guys who aren't really lifestyle. And yeah. I feel like those are the ones that, you know, like, they may see your only fans or something and find out that you're a swinger and they're like, and they're using that as a form of, and, and I actually, I see this a lot on my Snapchat as well is that they are quote unquote in the lifestyle, but yet they're on my Snapchat and they are kind of trying to either, you know, see content or like, I've actually had one that I, I had to, to block because he was constantly asking me for free stuff. And like, I don't mind having anybody on my Snapchat and talking with them. Like that's kind of my whole thing. And it's fine if they're from the lifestyle, because like I keep it, you know, lifestyle related, Mm. not my business relation. But when it crosses that line and, you know, I say like, I'm not going to keep I'm not going to share like a whole bunch of stuff, especially if we don't talk. Yeah. Like, like if you're not friends, right. Yeah, like if you're not friends with somebody and they join your, your uh, paid Snapchat yeah, or like the Snapchat that gets you to your paid Snapchat mm-hmm. um, and, you, and you're not friends with them. Why would you send them pictures? Like you, you don't do that for other swingers that exactly. you have no plans on playing with. Right. And then, like, I'll get a lot, too, where I have, like, this one that will be saying things like, you know, oh, well, it's not even just one because I also get it on Messenger and I've had for many years, um, or not many years, but over the years, the, you know, oh, man, I would just love to, to have you play with my girl and me, or sometimes just my girl, and... Like that's all fine and good. And I, I love people to share their fantasies with me, but when it becomes like an over, uh, it's like a repetitive thing and there's no other context, like there's no other conversation either. No, it's it's not like you're just going to give in one day and be like, okay, tell me where to meet you guys. Yeah. (laughs) 
Like that's so stupid. Like I, I'm, I, that's one thing that I, I have come across that is a slight issue as far as, you know, having an OnlyFans and also being in the lifestyle and having some come across and, you know, adding me. But like I said, like, I don't mind that. And I keep it, you know, one strictly business, the other one, or basically if I know where they come from, cause I usually make some kind of a conversation with them. If I find out like, okay, they came from a group that I'm in, we talk, you know, lifestyle stuff but if that doesn't carry through and then it just kind of drops off and i don't hear from them from a week or two or more and then they just hop back on and like did you have any fun did you play lately and then they'll be like can i see your titties and i'm like no <laughs> right, i mean like you can see the preview on the story right like you always have a preview up yeah but no i mean i just think it's dumb like in your case where guys will will go on your Snapchat or your OnlyFans, they don't know you at all, but mm-hmm. they know that you're in the lifestyle and they expect either that you would play with them or... Enact what I've posted on yeah, my page. Or that you should give them free shit. Yeah. Because they're in the lifestyle too. Right. And it's like, no, that's not how that works. No. This is a business, you know. Yeah. You offer digital content. Yes. For a fee. Mm-hmm. that's how this works and then you know it's it's a business it's it's right. not like right you gotta I'm pay your taxes because i was on interested it, so. in you because like if you make no other conversation with me i don't even know that you exist right let alone let alone a lot of people when they sign up it's not the same name as what they actually go off of on all the other sites right so Which, i have no idea who you and, are and then they don't talk to you no that's the biggest thing they don't talk yeah, like because then I have no idea where you came from. Don't even know you're there because you just hop on and then you're quiet. Yeah, so just a uh, a PSA: <laughs> if any of our listeners subscribe to anyone's OnlyFans, make sure that you're interacting with that creator and not just hopping on, looking at a picture, and hitting the heart button on one or two of them and leaving. Like, yeah. actually, comment, send a message. Let them know what you like, what you don't like, whatever, because they're literally doing all this for you. Right. And if you don't have any interaction with them, they don't know what more to put out. They want to make you happy. So if you've got a foot fetish, let them know. If you like seeing her in boots, let her know. (laughs) Or like if you want to see her, you know, hold her ass cheeks apart and a close up of her fucking uh, brown star, you got to let her know. Like, right. There's, that's the whole point of OnlyFans. It was, it was supposed to be like. It was an amateur porn site. Well, yeah, but it it, it was meant to give the audience and the creator. That interaction. The interaction that you don't get from famous people. Right. It's basically having an online stripper. Yeah. You can. And it's your personal one. Like you pick who you want. Right. So. Keep that in mind if you subscribe, because I know a ton of OnlyFans girls and they all have the same problem. Yeah. You know, it's like nobody talks, nobody messages me. And yeah. it's not even like they charge for it. Like, no, a lot of like I, in the very beginning, I am um, and, and the very, very large creators. They do charge for that. Well, they but have they, to but, because they have 20,000 subscribers. Yes, that was the next thing I was going to say. They, they eventually need to because of how many there are that it takes a lot of time. But any of your other ones, I mean, reach out. Like, yeah, it, 
if somebody has less than like a thousand subscribers, mm-hmm. make sure you're messaging and commenting and stuff because that's literally the reason they're doing it. Right. Like they're literally going on three times a day, checking their messages to see if there's anything in there. Mm-hmm. And if there's not, then they post their things they need to, and then they leave yeah, and they I, check back on in a couple hours. Right. So, and if you do happen to know any content creators that are in the lifestyle, do not have a expectation for them that just because they're content creators that they want to make content with you. Yes, please don't do that. Because that is cringy as hell. It is. And that makes them feel super awkward because like it's the same thing. They're going to have their likes and what they're looking for. And they may not want to have anybody from the lifestyle be making content with them. Yeah. They might have their own circle. Yeah. And there there's plenty of, you know, lifestyle people that have only fans and that's all they do. Like they only make content with their lifestyle friends, right? you know, and some of them make big businesses out of it. Mm -hmm. Good for them, but that's not us. No, (laughs) We didn't get into the lifestyle to make money on your only fans. You started your only fans after we got in the lifestyle. Yeah. Way after. Yeah. Like, wait, wait, wait. There's definitely a distinction between, the two, like people yeah. who use the lifestyle to make money and people who are in the lifestyle and because just they enjoy happen, it. And they happen to just have an OF because, yeah. well, we all know it. Things got tight, so we had to. Right. I mean, it, it's a great little way to make extra money, especially, you know, for somebody who is sex positive. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're not afraid to say, hey, like, I like being a hoe. <laughs> Let me try out all these toys and you can watch me. Right. Or you can watch me bang so-and-so. Like, right. There's nothing wrong with that. But the reason that we did it was definitely much different than some of the other people. Yeah. It just sucks that there's expectations put on you from <sighs> the lifestyle because of it. Yeah, it does. It does happen. And in, in, I guess it kind of just is what it is because you can't control how people think about how OF works and the whole lifestyle on top of it. But just because... You're in the lifestyle and you have OF does not guarantee you're going to play with that person. That's not how that works. Yeah. So keep that in mind whenever you're talking to somebody online or at a club or event, just because they may be flirting doesn't mean they want to play. Right. You know, you need to ask your consent. Yes. Ask for consent before you touch them or kiss them, Mm -hmm. anything like that. And, uh, if you want it to be known that you you do want to play, mm-hmm. just say, you know, I I think you're beautiful. I would love to play with you. Or, you know, I think you're very handsome. I would love to play with you. Yeah. It's very simple. Like, there's no need to have those expectations and then be let down because you can just be like, hey, I want to play. Do you? Right. And if they're like, yeah, then go play. If they're like, no, I'm sorry, then you're like, okay. It's simple. It's really simple. Cut and dry. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So what do you got for our poly segment, Miss Tink? Okay. So something we, we've kind of talked about a little bit, but not too far in depth with, and I've actually made a TikTok on it, was how do you know when you are poly? Like what made you go, oh, this makes sense of why I'm poly or why poly makes sense for me, because of X, Y, and Z. Okay, so for me, and I think I've said this before. You probably have. When I was a teenager, 
you know, I was a product of a divorced home. And in fact, both of my parents got remarried. One of my parents got re-divorced. Mm. <laughs> um, a lot of my friends came from divorced families. And I just kind of saw like people that get married and only have one partner don't stay together anyway. And I'm like, and, and I knew because I was kind of a ladies man, like not like the gross kind that you think of. Okay. Not the gross kind. Yeah. Like I wasn't like a womanizer. Okay. But I had a ton of very close female friends that I would develop, you know, stronger feelings for. Mm-hmm. Even if I was dating somebody. Oh. So that's when it kind of opened my eyes to be like. Why am I liking more than one girl yeah, right like, now? Like I have very strong feelings for the girl I'm dating, but I also have very strong feelings for, you know, X, Y, and Z. Right. But it doesn't diminish my feelings for my original girlfriend. Hmm. And now I was very good friends with all these girls. Mm-hmm. So I was able to spend time with all of them equally. And I'm like, what would be the difference? Like the only difference really was I did not kiss or fuck the other ones, but like everything else was the same. Okay. Like our friendship, our conversations, the emotional connections, Uh like the amount of time that we spent together was all equal. The only difference was I did not kiss the other women on the lips or put my dick in them in any way. So you could kiss them on the cheek. (laughs) Oh Yeah. Like whenever we would hug, you know, give a little peck on the cheek. Oh, how cute. But that was the only difference. So I'm like, man, like it doesn't, it didn't seem wrong to me. Right. Like I knew it was wrong because of society. Right. But to me, it didn't feel wrong. Hmm. And then uh, when I dated my first submissive, Mm -hmm. she kind of opened me up to that because she was Mormon. Now, it was a little different in Mormon culture. Yeah, that is a little bit different. That's polygamy. Right. Which not, is multiple wives. Not polyamory, which is just right. being able but, to have more than one. But we had a lot of conversations about that. Oh. And I had expressed to her what I had felt in high school for these other girls. Okay. And to her, it was totally normal. I mean, like. Yeah, I was just going to ask. So did she say that there was a slight difference, like that she felt or did she go, you know what it is? I kind of see it more like you versus how she was raised and what well, she'd known. She was raised in the Mormon church. Mm-hmm. And back then it was just becoming illegal to be a polygamist in Utah. Okay. Like they, that was when they were outlawing it in the church. Um, so she didn't have a great view of polygamy. Okay. You know, because a lot of times they were making young girls marry these guys. That were like as old as their grandfather. Yeah. Right. But she did believe that you could love more than one person. Okay. And that sparked a whole thing like in in me. And I'm like, interesting. Right. Like I could get used to that, you know. Mm-hmm. I just like, need to find the right chick to <laughs> be like, yeah, let's do that. And then when I got married, you know, like I expressed my uh, views on non-monogamy and she was totally not okay with it. So I spent 13 years with her being totally monogamous. Right. And that sucked. And I knew (laughs) that sucked when I left her, I did not want to do that anymore. Right. And and by that point, polyamory was getting a little more popular. 
Like it, it wasn't like it was now where it's more mainstream. Uh, yeah, it's like televised. <laughs> but there was stuff on the internet about it. Okay. Like you had psychology or psychology, psychologists kind of writing about it and having articles about it. And well, yeah, and the polyamory community was starting to grow. Right. So I was like, that's me. That's what I am. Hmm. I'm polyamorous because I could totally, you know, date multiple people. Mm-hmm. I could be with somebody who dated multiple people. So that's that's the way I wanted to live. Right. And then I met you and I was like, this is how I am. Yeah, yeah. No, you were pretty much right off the bat. This is this is how I am and this is how I need to be. And if you can't handle that, then we're not going to work. Yeah. So I'm assuming for you, that was kind of the catalyst to your polyamorous journey, even though at the time you didn't really think anything about it. You yeah. just wanted to date me and you were like, yeah, whatever. I'll deal with that later. Pretty much because like you pretty much hit all of the, you dotted all the I's and crossed all my T's. And I was like, yep, I don't really care what else you have to say. Like, I mean, like I did, but like you did all the important things I needed. You do all the important things. So if you're going to put your dick in somebody else, well, by golly, I'm okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) Or I would figure out to be like, it's cool. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Which is more what happened. Pretty much. it, It was more like, Hmm. <laughs> Let me think about this. <laughs> Not sure how I feel about your penis and somebody else's vagina. Yeah. I think I'm going to go psycho for a day or two. <laughs> Let me throw my little psycho in there for a little. And then it's like, do you want to stop doing this? No. <laughs> <laughs> I apparently crave chaos. <laughs> yeah. And Yeah. That's just what that is. But I think, like, one of the big things is, though, for you, if we have a triad, Mm -hmm. you're totally cool. Yeah. that And that took time, though, for that, because, like, I've never had that before. Like, that was all new for me. So just... Well, you've had it. It just wasn't a real triad thing. You just... No, no, no. You're talking about having it without knowing that you had it. Yeah, yeah. So basically I would date somebody or try to date so-and-so, but behind my back, they were sleeping with so-and-so else or your best friend or apparently my best friend. And I did not know. So technically, um, it's occurred. I just wasn't fully acknowledged of it. Yeah. So, but I mean, I will say for being completely new to ethical non-monogamy and stuff, Mm -hmm. like you didn't freak out bad. Like, you didn't, like, get super upset. I mean, like, you were kind of bitchy for a day or two. Yeah. Like, after, like, I would have sex with somebody else. Mm -hmm. But, like, you didn't throw a temper tantrum or, like, yell and scream and, you know, act like you got cheated on. Because you knew that that wasn't the case. Right. And it wasn't like I was, like, yelling profanity at you, like, I can't stand you or anything like that. Right. It was just, like, you were in your feels a little bit. I was. Basically, I was just in my feels. And I needed to get through them. And if it meant I was a bitch for a day or two, then I guess that's how I had to get through it. Yeah. And, and I, I feel like now it's much better. Yeah, I think so. Because I've, I kind of know, I know what to expect now. And I think a lot in the beginning was I didn't know how to expect. I didn't know how I was going to handle it. And you also found your enjoyment of reclamation. Yeah. Where 
prior to finding that out, you would be like, well, I don't want to do anything for a day or two. Yeah. Like I didn't want anything. To, I didn't want to touch you. Yeah. yeah. Where now, like as soon as I get home from an encounter, you're like, let's fuck. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Like then, I need to claim you. You're fucking mine. <laughs> right. And like that kind of eliminates all of the, the negative thoughts and stuff that you've had. Yeah. It's definitely helped kind of learning how to do that. So like I, I still struggle with like the compersion of it. Right. Like you're not the type that's like, yeah, sweetie, go fuck her brains out. You're the man. No, I like, I would love to, because like we have a friend that is totally all about being that supportive cheerleader in the corner. Yeah. And like, I strive for that mentally, but I can't get myself to just be like that. Maybe that's why I was never a cheerleader. <laughs> like I, I would love to experience that. I know you would. <laughs> like just to have that full support of like, I know you can knock the bottom out of that cervix. You go boy. <laughs> I'll be like, yes, I'll fucking do this. <laughs> well, I know you can do it. I just, no, but can't I want voice that, it. but I want that support. I know like that. Go get them. You know, like I do with you. Like whenever you find a chick or whatever that you're interested, I'm like, go get her. Yeah. I mean, I would do that with a guy, but you're hardly ever interested in guys. I mean, they're they're far and few between. I mean, I did do that for the the few that you soft swapped with when you were trying to get the courage up to do that. Yeah. I was like, just go get them. Yeah, like, yeah, you did, you did. I mean, it was it was kind of helpful. <laughs> yeah. So. I so mean, I get why you would you would want it as well. Yeah. I mean, so when was the actual moment that you realized you were polyamorous, that you didn't want to go back to monogamy? Um, As far as relationships go, not like the swinging part. Probably. I guess it was probably after our one girlfriend that we had together when things were really, really good. And, you know, I was able to not be up in my feels as much about you having your alone time with her versus, you know, the alone time with me. And when it was good and I was in that good headspace with it, that's kind of where I was like, okay, this is something that makes sense to me. And I mean, like, I, I like, I don't really feel like I could or really want to have a, a boyfriend, but I like we've we've gone over many, many times. The thought of having another girlfriend just seems to make sense for me and that clicks. And like that makes me feel complete then. Like I have my guy, I have my girl. I'm good. <laughs> right. But I, I feel like you wouldn't totally rule out a boyfriend either. No, I can't say that I would totally rule it out, but something would really have to stand out to make me decide that I wanted one. I feel like for that to ever like actually happen, Mm -hmm. it would have to be like one of my best friends or something or Uh, like somebody that you knew I was totally comfortable with. Or it would be like a quad situation or yeah. Like if we met another couple that, you know. We, we all clicked yes. and really got along. That's something I could definitely see in that situation. Yeah. But alone, I, I don't really foresee it. Um, right, I because, definitely see more of just like me finding like a girlfriend on my own or something. Or, yeah, or I mean, definitely sharing one with you. Like you've always, 
said like e- even in private to me that you know I fulfill your male needs. You do. And your main thing was always to get that girl attention. Right. Because once I realized that, you know, when I realized when I was technically the first encounter looking back when I knew that I was bi was when I was 16. And that's when you realized that you could date a girl, not just like right. It wasn't just her. play with them. It was like, I could date a girl. Like, I'm not a lesbian. But right. I'm, I, I'm not like swearing off the dick. Fuck no. But I definitely can have a relationship with a female and not even bat an eye about it. Right. Okay. So it's good to see that, you know, you have broadened your horizon. And since we've been together, you've gone through a bunch of, of changes yeah, I kind of think polyamory does that to you. I think that's why it's hard. It is very hard. Because it literally like forces you to go through so many different things. And right, it makes it, you have to reevaluate so many times. Right. It definitely gives you a good gut check on a bunch of different things about yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it definitely does. And it's a lot of times that you're not even prepared. Nope. And you're just but you have like, to work through it. You yeah. know, if you want to continue in it, you like you have to work through it. Mm-hmm. And so far for you, you know, you've been like, because every time that we've had a serious discussion about it and I'm like, do you want to give it up? And you're like, no, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to, like as much as it sucks sometimes, I don't want to stop. Yeah. It's definitely one of those things where as much as it, it does suck, there's, there's that good that I still strive for mm-hmm. and that I still hope would eventually happen. Um, and that's just kind of what well, I keep searching hopefully, for. Hopefully, you know, that will give some of our poly or want to be poly people some hope yeah i think so and if you are polyamorous or are interested in polyamory make sure to message us your questions and stuff so that we know you know kind of the way, what where you want to talk about or... with polyamory because there's so much stuff there is a there is to a cover lot. but like unless we get some guidance on where you want it to go mm-hmm. i mean we're just going to base it off of our experience or maybe something that we've seen talked about online right you know um but we're more than happy to cover topics that you want discussed. So make sure to send those questions in if you have them. And we are going to uh, go ahead and get our orgasm of the week underway here. We have another one, which is really exciting. Yes. And this is from a faithful listener named Jason. So if you don't want to hear a guy orgasm, turn it down for 40 seconds but, I mean, that would be dumb because I mean, we are our, sex positive here. And, and this we, is our first guy yeah. that has submitted for it. So, right. don't want to miss that. Right. And we support everybody. Mm-hmm. Guys, girls, you know, trans, whatever you are, you want to send in your orgasms, we are more than happy to hear them. To hear them. So, enjoy this one. Oh, my God. I'm going to come. Oh, God. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yes. Oh, shit. Oh, that sounded like it felt really good. It, it did. And I love the, like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> like that end is just like, Fuck yeah. <laughs> I loved that part. <laughs> That's like the the best 
orgasm feeling is what I feel like you would say. Like, that's what you're going to say at the end is like, fuck yes. Yeah. Like, and now that was a masturbation video. Yeah. And like, I feel like men have two very distinct orgasms. They have their masturbation orgasm Uh and then they have like the female or like another partner orgasm. Oh, okay. I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Because like I know for myself, Mm -hmm. masturbating gives me like a very small orgasm. Like it's just like that. Just enough to get the edge off. Just enough to ejaculate Mm -hmm. and make it feel okay. Right. But like when I'm with a partner, whether, you know, it's a blowjob or vaginal sex or anal sex. Mm -hmm. It is a very different, deep orgasm. Mm -hmm. Like I feel that like at the bottom of your balls. Yeah. Like, like my balls ache before I come where I'm jerking off. It's just like, yeah, this is feeling good. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting there. And it's like, mm -mm -mm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But when I'm with a partner, it's like, you know, a volcano it's like holy fuck i mean that very well could be because of the whole like uh chemical transition yeah between i the mean two. it's the dopamine and stuff yeah. like you're getting all those hormones and chemicals going yep. to my brain and endorphins yeah i'm just like i am an animal <laughs> and sometimes you grunt just like that <laughs> That's the primal that comes out like inadvertently. Yeah. It's the, I'm not primal, but sometimes I will be like (sighs) in your ear. (laughs) (sighs) I can't help it. You know, I'm very, I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm a very breathy person. Yeah. It's all right. I'm all about it. (laughs) I think it's hot. (laughs) But thank you very much, Jason, for sending that in. And we we hope that that. the listeners enjoyed that. Mm Hmm. So what do you got for us for our kink and BDSM segment? All right. So I'm going to do another term. Um, A term. Yeah. we be scary. No, I don't think it'll be scary. It might be for some. <laughs> so I wanted to do the term analingus. Analingus? Yeah. Is that like when you put your tongue around the brown star? Oh, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. Do a little penny tasting? A little bit. Well. <laughs> I'm not sure. A little it, balloon knot time. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're talented with your tongue, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so basically, analingus is the fetish of licking one's asshole and or rimming it. Sometimes that's what you also yeah. hear it be called. Rimming. And um, tossing the salad. I don't think I've actually heard that one. What? Yeah. Oh, that is like, that's the term for eating ass. Huh. Tossing a salad. I don't know how it became that, but that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I have never heard that one. That is interesting. All right. See, I learn new things every day, Yeah. but, um, it is a very common thing. Um, but people don't, well, up until recently, people did not talk about it. No. Right. It was common, but people didn't talk about it. And I also feel like it was kind of a no, no, as far as guys enjoying it. Yeah. Like, they don't want to talk about uh, it. I don't like, want anything near my ass that's yeah. going to make me gay. Exactly. That's exactly it. Like, if anything Shit. was remotely going Lick near your butt. my ass. Eat it like groceries. Now, speaking of licking your ass, I legit wanted nothing to do 
with your ass when we first started. I know. And our You were and, being a little bitch about it. No, I was not being a little bitch yeah, about you it. Yeah, you were. No, I was not. You're like, I, I'm not doing that. No, I, there's no way I could do that. I just didn't find any enjoyment there. I mean, obviously being your submissive at the time, I didn't really have a, a choice as far as things being an enjoyment per se, but I ha- was able to have like these limits and whatnot. And that was one of my, my limits is I did not want to lick your booty hole. Mm-hmm. And... I don't really know how long it went that I didn't like do it. Two, three years. Okay. So that was quite a, quite a long time. See, he even knows because apparently he really likes his ass licked. Imagine that. Who, who doesn't? I mean, this is true. Who doesn't? So I eventually decided I was going to do it. And um, I don't think it's, I think it was one of those, like at first I, I was a little bit nervous. Yeah. You were very like <laughs> timid. <laughs> like a little yeah, like you just a little stuck your little tongue out, like boop. <laughs> like, like you booped my like, booty hole with the like tip I of your tongue. I was afraid it would shock me, so like you're gonna just do this little titty. <laughs> yeah, like the nine volt battery yes. test. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah, pretty much. I think I was kind of afraid of what it would taste like. I think that's kind of what it was. And Which is crazy because I have an immaculately clean booty hole. I Thank mean, you. you. You do a very good job of keeping your booty hole clean, and I appreciate you for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think once I kind of got past that, it kind of became a thing. And I really enjoyed doing that with him. And it got to the point where, like, me jerking him off while I play with his balls and I lick his asshole, it turns me on even more, especially because it'll make him even harder and, like, really, really sensitive and... All of that together turns me on more because and I moan. Like yes. Crazy. Oh my God. Yes. Like I can't even help it. It's no. just a, like as soon as my tongue touches, you're just like, I'm done. Like, yeah, I, like love I, this. I basically do that. Oh fuck. Yes, like, <laughs> you do. You do. And I think that's what I like, especially when I'm just giving you head. I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going down there <laughs> just because I want to hear him moan like that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's kind of like a win-win for both of us because you enjoy it and i've learned that i actually do like giving you analingus yeah and it makes me come super hard it does and it comes from like real deep too so like Mm -hmm. you get a really good like clean out oh yeah even if like we just did it the day before it really doesn't matter like you'll still get more to come out for some reason when i do that and it's very forceful yes like it's like you buck almost yeah It, it it's hard to describe like that type of orgasm versus normal orgasm. Yeah. But like, like it almost feels like, and I, I can't say for sure because I've never actually had a prostate orgasm. Like no one's ever like milked my prostate, but I mean, we can try. I mean, we could try, but like I've never <laughs> actually had it done by someone who knows what they're doing. Right, right, right. So I can't say for sure if that's the same type of feeling. Right. But it feels like it's like in that taint area. Like okay. up deep. Uh-huh. Like you get like a pressure pr- like point. Yeah. It's getting pushed. And it's just like when I come, it's, it's like a volcano. Just now it makes me want to eat your ass tonight. <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> at least there's some good that comes out of this podcast. We may only have like a hundred <laughs> listeners, but hey, You're getting I'm, your ass I'm getting my ass eaten. So fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that is like the perfect win. I'm getting my ass eaten. So yeah. And like, okay. So for you, when we started dating, yeah 
like I would do it every now and then to kind of just like surprise you. Yeah. Because. And I think like it would shock me every time that you would do it because like nobody else ever did. So I'd be like, oh my God, why is he back there? Uh-huh. <laughs> but, but like you were totally cool with me like fingering your ass. Yeah, I was like, okay with that. Like I would finger your ass for everything. <laughs> like eating you out, I'd finger your ass. Yeah. You were riding me, I'd be fingering your ass. Yeah. Like doggy style, fingering your ass. Yeah, you were I fine think, with that. I think you just had a thing for putting your thumb up my ass, to be honest. Well, because <laughs> you like would come within a minute or two of that. Yeah. It's something like it's like that added pressure that seems to like push me over if I need a little extra help. Right. You are very anal sensitive. Yeah. Definitely. Like, e- even if I just like put pressure against it and kind of just like rub it in a circle. Yeah. You're instantly like over the edge. Yeah. Yes, this is true. <laughs> so knowing that, I'm like, she's got to like her ass eating. <laughs> so I would do it. And at first you would kind of like pull away a little bit. Yes, yes. I do that pull away thing. And then I'd be like, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no. And you would like pull me back in and like hold me there. And I'd be like, okay, I guess this is where I'm going to be. <laughs> yep. And then of course you'd get like super turned on uh-huh. and super wet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you would usually start playing with your clit by yourself yeah. when I would do that. And then you would just like squirt all over me. Yeah. Like that seems to be like the combination is like just and it, a little bit of the attention on my asshole and then like some kind of attention on my clit for just a brief moment will send me like right over. Mm-hmm. And, and there I am coming all over the place. Yeah. And now like I, I, I think you get upset when I don't. When you don't play with? Yeah. Like if I don't eat your ass, Mm. like you get a little sad. Maybe sometimes, especially if you get close, like especially like when you're like cleaning up my lips and like you go all the way down just close to my butt, but then like not there. And then you're like done. I'm like, oh, okay. And then like your dick's at me. So I'm like, well, that's okay. (laughs) He made up for it by putting his dick at me. Well, I mean, for me, like when I'm like going down on you and stuff, usually it's late at night yeah. and you know, I have to go to bed for work and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But like, I always make it a point to go down on you so that you at least get off like four or five times yeah, in that, that session. That usually happens. <laughs> but I feel like sometimes if I were to eat your booty, then you'd be too stimulated and then I couldn't get you to come oh. when I fuck you. Yeah, no, I I see where I see where you're going with that because I think that definitely would happen because I it it actually has happened before where like I'll get there it's just gonna take me longer though because like I've already came that one time but that direction where I was overstimulated and it won't build back up again where if you were to just eat me and then fuck me then it I can build up a little bit faster. Right. And if you were to do it where you just eat me and then fuck me versus like having you lick my ass and then. Yeah. Because I, I think when I eat your ass, it's like a full body yeah thing mm-hmm. where when I just like eat your pussy, you're it's more like super sensitive right localized. there. Yes. Yeah, right yes. there. So as soon as I put my dick in, you're ready to come again. Yes. But when I eat your ass, it's that full body feel good thing. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to build back up the whole body again, or yeah. just that, that one area that you're focusing on again. Right. Because you're still focused on how good your whole body feels and you're just super relaxed and yeah. it's like shit. And I'm one of those people who, when I come, I get really tense. Yes. I don't relax when I come. 
Right. So, but I mean, I love doing it and like, I love doing it with anybody, you know, that is hygienic. Yes. Please be hygienic. Shave your butthole. Yes. <laughs> Guys and girls yes. shave or wax your butthole. Yes. Because nobody wants to go down there if it's not clean and shaven. Yes. Shaven I mean, is always good. Yeah. And guys, if you enjoy it, you need to make sure that it is shaved and that you like, take the extra care to clean, you know, take a shower before you play, mm-hmm. you know, do what you got to do. Use a soapy finger up there, you yep. know, make yeah. sure everything's nice and clean. Um, it will go a long way. Yeah. Like, and I feel like if you're with a woman who is kinky enough to do that, you can kind of give that hint, you know, without saying like, Hey, lick my ass. Right. Just by the presentation. Right. Like if everything is nice and clean shaven, you know, if she's giving you head and you kind of just raise your hips a little bit, like to show like, Hey, you can take a trip a little bit further South. Mm -hmm. She'll probably take that hint. Or even better is if you happen now granted this isn't for everybody's situation but if you live together or if you see each other and you're spending the weekend together you shower ask her for a hand because guess what we all know it's hard to get back there well yeah i mean and if she's helping you you help me all the time (laughs) right so and us girls we i know for a fact a lot of us girls we don't like hair so we're gonna make sure we get every spot Mm -hmm. so if you want it done really well and you want that possibility without feeling like you're asking and you're not sure how to ask if you have her help you it's already in her mind going especially if she's kinky it's already in her mind that hmm, that ass is nice and clean and i'm gonna want to do something with it Mm -hmm. yeah see like i have no problem being like hey like if i'm dating somebody mm -hmm. be like yeah i want you to eat my ass (laughs) no you have no problem at all but I i feel like there's a lot of guys that are hesitant yeah i mean i'm totally secure in my sexuality, like yeah. just because, you know, I like my ass eaten and maybe a finger in my butt every now and then, <laughs> like that doesn't make me gay or bi. Like no. it means it's, I enjoy pleasure. It's a very high nerved, oh, yeah. easily stimulated erogenous zone. Right. I mean, there's so many nerve endings right there. Yeah. Like you're crazy if you don't think it feels good. Exactly. And the only time that it doesn't feel good is if you just don't use enough lube. Well, yeah, I mean, like, if you're inserting something large. Well, like, yeah, exactly. Like, bigger than a finger. I mean, yeah. But, yeah, like, anything that's going in there that's small feels really good. And then using the lube if you're going to be putting in, like, an actual dick or big toy or something. Yeah, so enjoy your analingus. Yes. Go have some fun with that. And if it's something that you're interested in that maybe your partner doesn't do, listen, have them listen to this episode. We endorse eating ass like groceries here. Yes, that at we the do. kitchen sink. <laughs> We're gonna eat ass at the kitchen sink. Hell yeah! <laughs> well, I got to put the curtain up first, or yeah, else our neighbors are gonna be like, "Oh my god, they eating booty like groceries in there." <laughs> be like, I charge, I charge money for that. Yeah, you no free shows. No bitches. free shows. All right. So, what do we have for our fun segment? tonight well to wrap up our fun segment or wrap up the show with the fun segment uh-huh. i say uh-huh. um since we seem to talk a lot i <laughs> know jesus christ we're gonna do the 
fantasy with a celebrity. Oh, the celebrity fantasies. Yes. All right. So why don't you go ahead and go first? You always make me go because first. Because yours are shorter. Oh, my God. You're the one who like last picked. Like I don't even know if you even picked anybody. I did. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's see here. So it helps if I could spell mine. Hang on. All right. So my fantasy celebrity that I have is Kit Harrington, which if none of you know, he is Jon Snow from the Game of Thrones. Winter is coming. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, and of course my fantasy, it, it takes place in Winterfell and because, you know, he is the king of the north. So I basically would kind of be his, um, oh my goodness, I can't think of what her name is now. He's married to her. The Wildling? Yes. I can't remember what her I name was. I forget what her name was on the show, but, but yes. hot fucking redhead. Yes. So I basically am kind of like the Wildling that he encounters. And so we kind of have this like, kind of like a battling between each other because, you know. He, Both dominant people. <laughs> Both dominant people. And also you're out there pr- trying to protect yourself from dying. Yeah. So anybody. she's a warrior. Yes. And anybody is a threat. So him and I are fighting it out. And, you know, halfway through our fighting it out, it kind of becomes where we, he gets me in this like in a in this position where i am very vulnerable but also he has very easy access to my ass <laughs> like i'm on my knees with like my arms kind of like down like my chest is down on the ground and my arms are kind of back behind me because he's kind of has me pinned and he's <laughs> pressing himself down onto me so like i can feel his dick kind of up against my ass and it has me stop fighting. <laughs> so he, he kind of stops as well because. Is that a dick against my ass, <laughs> Jon Snow? <laughs> so, yes, basically, we're in like the middle of like the outside area. Um, so there's snow everywhere. And there's like where like our, it's not like a hut, but kind of like the lean to shelter is. And so there's like, we're kind of behind. So people are still walking by. So still can kind of see what's going on or whatnot. Um, And so I'm feeling his dick up against my ass. And I stop because I'm like no longer in this fight mode. And I'm, I'm kind of horny now. And I mean, I'm kind of already have that adrenaline running at me. So he's like, well, what is kind of like, what's going on here? Like you were just trying to basically kill me. And I was like, Yes, but I now feel your dick. And he's like, what does that have to do with anything right now? And I'm like, I kind of want your dick right now. And so we end up basically, he like rips off the back of my like coat clothing ever because it's like furs basically. And he teases me with like his fingers at first. And he realizes like how wet that I am. And he's like, oh, so you really weren't trying to like fight me. You're actually just wanting cock. So that's why, you know, you let yourself get into this position where someone easily could have killed you. So I was like making fun of me because I apparently can't fight because I got distracted by a dick. Sounds and, about right. I mean, 
it does kind of sound kind of fitting for me. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, so what are you going to do about it? And so as he's using his fingers, then he's like sliding them into me and I'm starting to drip. And he then like turns himself over and like slides underneath me because I'm still on like my chest and my knees. So he slides underneath and he starts eating me and I can feel like his beard tickling my pussy and like my butt cheeks. And I'm just like, okay, you, this like feels really good, but I'm like, you need to get your dick inside me like right now. Um, so he just continues to eat me out instead and just keeps working me up more and more. And of course now, like a lot of people have walked by and (laughs) we're here like having sex almost. And then eventually after he's decided that he's had his way with eating me out and whatnot, that he flips me over and then folds my legs back and like has my arms pinned up against like the side of like the hut thing that we were next to. Okay. So he's got a little dick like me. You got to fold you over. I mean, <laughs> I liked the dick. I felt it through my, through the back of me. So I was all about it. Um, so then he folds my legs back and he starts fucking me and it felt so good. And then he like chokes me as well. And yeah. So then basically he makes me come again and then it took him a while, but then he finally, like after fucking me really hard, he finally came and then we kind of like decided to go to like the watering like the warm watering hole or whatever. And we proceeded to have more sex there. And it's like, like a little cave area. So it was nice and quiet. So we proceeded to have more sex there in the water. Hmm. Yeah. So apparently we were, we were going to do that instead of, you know, fighting each other and trying to kill off the white walkers. We're just going to fuck instead. (laughs) So then you were going to have some Jon Snow babies. Oh yeah, (laughs) definitely. See, that's what it really came down to. I wanted the, the John Snow babies. Yeah. Yeah. It was a whole breeding kink thing. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That's what happened. <laughs> that breeding kink came out, didn't it? <laughs> yep. Big time. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be my, my fantasy right there. Okay. Good show. <laughs> All right. So, mine, mm-hmm. a lot of people may not know who this is. Okay. Her name is Liz Cambage. Cambage, Cambage. Let me see. She is a WNBA player from Australia. Oh, yeah. I don't know who she is, but she's really fucking hot. She is six foot eight. That's why she looks so freaking long. Oh, yeah. Damn. All right. Y'all got to look her up. Yes. Look up. And she just started in OnlyFans. Really? Yeah. Damn. She's going to make bank on that one. It was on the news. That's how it caught my attention. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah. It was on like sports news and stuff oh wow but i mean she's fucking gorgeous yeah yes, so she is. all right so so my fantasy uh-huh involving her is i am one of the the court sweepers at, uh-huh. at, at the basketball games okay you know so like yeah, yeah. like you, when they you, take timeouts and stuff or like if somebody slips and falls or whatever you have to wipe up the sweat and all that okay so I'm on the sidelines waiting with my little Swiffer mop thing. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> she comes, tries to catch the ball as her teammate passes it to her, but it was a bad pass. And she had to kind of like 
jump out of bounds to keep the ball in uh-huh. and just jumped right on me. Like took me out like oh, damn. a rag doll. Cause you know, I'm five, nine, she's six, eight. Oh my God. And like, she's a, a big woman, like yeah. not like heavy set big, but she's just a big built woman. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like underneath her and she's all like, you know, like panicking, like, Oh my God, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> and I'm like, I could get used to this. <laughs> oh. And she looked at me and she was like, she smiled and she's like, you nasty boy. <laughs> and I was like, give me a number. <laughs> oh my goodness. So she gets up, she finishes the game and everything. I'm sweeping the court. She comes running over before they go in the locker room with a little piece of paper. And she gives me her number. And I was like, oh, damn. Damn. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I, I let a couple of days go by. I don't want to seem like, you know, like I'm fanboying or something, uh-huh. you know? So I, I text her. I'm like, I tell her, you know, Hey girl, what's up? This is the guy that you smushed. <laughs> the guy that you smushed. <laughs> and she was like, Oh my God, I didn't think you were going to text me. Oh. And I'm like, shit. Of course I did. You know? So we get to talking and stuff. We go out to dinner She's wearing, you know, like a short skirt, nice top, you know, heels. So now she's like seven, five, you know, like, <laughs> like seven, one, seven, two, uh-huh. something stupid like that. And I'm just like looking up at her like, I want to climb this bitch like a spider monkey. Oh my you know? God. <laughs> like I'm a midget to her. Like she is so hot. And so like the dinner goes well and everything. Uh-huh. And she's like, you know, I normally don't date short guys. And in the middle of the restaurant, I got up on the chair and I'm like, the only size that matters is what's in these pants. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and she's like, you stupid as hell, but I like your confidence. Aww. <laughs> so we go back to her place, you know, she's got the big ass bed cause she's super fucking tall mm-hmm. and we get to making out and stuff. And I feel like a little kid. <laughs> just you know size comparison like i'm i'm a little kid compared to her but you know me being me i covered every inch of that woman (laughs) with my hands and my mouth and my tongue you know just made her feel like a goddess you know and then when i got in between her legs i was like you can just throw them legs up over my back because i'm gonna be here a minute you know and i got her off a couple times with my tongue and then finally she was like all right big boy you know it's time to show me that dick now (laughs) and you know i took off my pants finally she was like damn that's pretty nice for a little white boy (laughs) (laughs) i was like that's right that's right you're about to make some milk chocolate oh my god (laughs) so like we're going to town you know like every position, except when she was like in doggy style, I had to stand up. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, luckily on the bed, she sunk down a little bit on her knees. So that I was helped, able to, yeah. You, didn't I mean, it? I was standing straight up like, <laughs> like, yeah, getting it. But it worked out great. And, you know, I got her off a couple of times and I finally came and, you know, 
me being the gentleman that I am, mm-hmm. unlike Jon Snow, I was like, where do you want me to come? You know? <laughs> and she was like, ah, oh, put it all over my tits. And I was like, oh, yeah. So me having really big loads, yeah. you know, I came and she was like, holy shit, where did all that come from? You ain't even big enough to shoot all that. <laughs> and then she was like playing with it and like rubbing it all in. I was like, God damn, that's hot. That is hot. You know, because she's a black woman. So, like, my comb on her was, like, a nice contrast. Yeah, yeah. She was like, oh, my God, this is so sexy. That is pretty hot. And she's like, so am I going to see you again? And I was like, I don't know. Can you get me a better job? (laughs) (laughs) Like, kind of not sweep your floors. (laughs) But, yeah, so that's how how my fantasy ends. But I like your fantasy. Yeah. I have no problem with tall women. Like, I love tall women. Short women, tall women, thick women, skinny women. I love them all. She's she's got both. She's got a little bit of thickness, and she's also got that really tall. Well, I mean, length to her. She is uh, thick fit. Yeah, she's thick fit and super tall. Yeah, with a gorgeous face. Like, sh- look her up. She is gorgeous. <laughs> Not many people know her because the WNBA. You mm-hmm. know, nobody yeah. knows about the WNBA. Yeah, but she is definitely. She'll probably do better on her OnlyFans. Like money wise, than she does in the in the WNBA. It's probably why she started the OnlyFans. I'm sure it is because <laughs> you she know, went, fuck this penny shit. Well, I mean, them girls only make like a hundred grand a year. Like it's stupid. Like shit, I want to make a hundred grand a year. The whole WNBA makes less than like one male NBA player. Oh, yeah. Like okay, it, now it, I see the problem. Okay, it's crazy. Yeah, that is a, that is an issue. But it's because people don't watch the WNBA. They don't sell tickets, so gotcha. You know, no like, one really it sucks pays for, for it. Yeah, it sucks for them, but like the media and everything doesn't help their case because they don't promote it the way they do the, the NBA, right? So, if you get a chance, watch some WNBA. Help those ladies out because they are phenomenal athletes. Mm-hmm. You know, and they love the game just like the guys do. Yeah, and support her OnlyFans if you can. Hell yeah, you will not be disappointed. Like, I I might subscribe. <laughs> like, I want to see my bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I have to look and see how much it is. Like, if it's, like, 10 or 15 bucks, I'm definitely going to subscribe. Like down. Yeah. Because I want to see this, like, for real. Like, I, I have it in my head, but I want to see it for real. You want to see if you're right? And then I'm going to message her with the, the link to this podcast and be like, that's what you think, girl. <laughs> <laughs> about, to make this fantasy, about to make this fantasy a reality. Right. Shit, hit your boy up. <laughs> All right. So that was episode number 32. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, next week, we will have a special guest. Mm-hmm. Our visitor is going to be here and uh, get to talk about all of that nonsense that's going to go down. Yeah. Well, swing stuff, too. Are you nervous, Tink? A little. A little bit nervous? A little. Going to have... Male, female, male, and a little submissive action going on. Yeah. Yeah. Does he know that yet? Have you told him? I'm pretty sure. I might I might have to just remind him again. But Okay. So. I think that's what I'm going to be doing all this week is reminding him. Yes. And then uh, episode 34, we have another special guest. Yes. So hey. we have like two back to back. Yes. Uh, it is going to be a brand new single guy. Yes. He's actually not even in the lifestyle yet. Like he, he wants to be, mm-hmm. he just doesn't know how to go about it. So we are going to help him answer all of his questions yep. and kind of give him an, an idea. 
yep. of how things are. And to try to help him get in without being the creepy guy. Right. Because he's a single male. So um, if you guys have any advice for our single guy. Mm-hmm. You can email us. Email us or message us, please. Um, because I would like to uh, help him get into this scene, you know, in a positive way. Yes. He definitely needs the positive light for it. Yep. So he's a great guy. Hope to uh, have you guys back here with us next week. And until then, stay kinky. Bye. It's a pineapple party. Oh, and we got polyamory too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up, buttercups, because we got that too. It's the Kitchen Sink, E&M, and Kink Podcast.